Hello, friend. I created this podcast because I want to serve busy souls like you, looking to up level and live your best life. I chose nine minutes because everyone has nine minutes, and the number nine signifies serving humanity, good karma, and providing a positive example. In this podcast, I connect you with some of the most influential and successful people in the world who are excited to share their number one advice or success tip with you to help you live your best life. All right, so today we have Mrs. Ann Corlogas, my dear friend, an incredible lady, so much energy, she's unbelievable. She was the 19th Labor Secretary uh, with President Reagan, worked um, in the Department of Interior. She's in in boards like Kellogg, Rand, Harmon. Uh, She's an art collector in the um, Ann Corlogas Gallery in Colorado. She won the uh, President's Citizen Medal of Honor from President Reagan. That alone says what an incredible human being she is. I know her personally, so I want to say a personal welcome and thank you for Mrs. Ann Corlogas. Thank you, Naveen. What fun to see you and to uh, join your podcast. It's a great honor. I thank love you. what you're trying to do, so onward. Thank you. So you are truly um, who this podcast want to be associated with because of what you have done. And because of who you are, you're just an incredible person. It's so amazing how easy to talk to and how easy to approach. So you know um, the uh, premise behind the podcast. Um, What is your advice for everyone that want to be like you personally and professionally? Well, I think you may overstate it a little bit here, Naveen. (laughs) Thank you for the compliments. I think that I would say to young people in particular, Um, obviously an education and a work ethic and a certain spirituality, I think will see you through the bumps in the road. Um, I mentioned to a young woman one time, there are bumps in the road, but you know what happens? They straighten out and flatten out. So just keep going. But the advice I would give to people, young people as they take on jobs, summer jobs or full-time work is do your best and work. Don't have an eye on the next thing. Do your best at what you're doing because you don't know who's watching. And every one of my positions, it was because somebody said, well, let's get Anne to do this. And um, believe me, I was more surprised than I was uh, complimented uh, almost. And the other is I think you have to have a sense of learning, constantly learning. And you combine that with the idea that if you're a biology major, take an art class. If you're an art Uh, person, then maybe uh, take a history course. Um, In other words, jingle it up a little and try things. Um, I probably regret more than anything that I didn't finish some things because I was called on to do something even bigger. And sometimes uh, that's the most important decision you have to make. So I I think that uh, working hard at what you're doing and then on the spirituality side, you must combine that because you're working with people who may or may not share your values. And so you combine that with a reflection at the end of the day, when you say, were my values in line with my actions? Uh, Were my actions in line with my values? And if not, what has to be changed? And it really comes to you on a day-to-day basis. Um, Somebody once said that if you're asked in business particularly or any, anything you're doing, education or politics, 
to do something that's not in line with your values, that's when you have to say, I think I'll go home and cultivate my rose garden. Uh, you just have to be firm about your own, your own uh, a sense of fairness and integrity. What are some, um, when you talk about uh, works in bumps of the road and work ethic, I know, I know you dealt with a lot of that. Um, is there any good stories that you could share with some of the, some of the uh, bumps in the roads or like you say, flatten out the road? Well, I could actually, I, uh, I was working with um, a Union Carbide Corporation many years ago, and uh, I'd been in uh, the Nixon administration at the Environmental Protection Agency when it was brand new, and uh, someone heard me give a speech and asked me to join Union Carbide in the private sector. And uh, it was a tough go because they, uh, they're business people, and I was in the Washington office, and uh, was trying to help them in communications and not government relations, but more communications and public affairs. And uh, there were a couple of people that'll be leaving who were above me and I didn't get selected for the job. That didn't bother me so much because I would have moved from Washington to New York. To New York. But it just wasn't a good fit. And uh, we agreed mutually that I would leave the company. And some year or so later, a friend of mine, Bill Sapphire, a Washington Times columnist, ran into the chairman of Union Carbide. And uh, knowing of my bumpy road at Union Carbide, uh, he said to this man, Bill Sneath, oh, I see, uh, I was N.A. McLaughlin, I see M. McLaughlin. And uh, Bill uh, Sneath, the CEO, said, oh, how is she doing? And he said, oh, she's very good. She's become Assistant Secretary of Treasury. So friendships, um, your own honesty and self-worth, uh, and believe me, as a woman, I've had a lot of low self-esteem days too. Um, somehow having been honest enough to say this isn't for me, nothing wrong with the company, just their style of work. And being a woman in the, uh, this was in the early 70s, um, was difficult in a, in a business. And so not compromising yourself in any way and being willing to leave. Well, I didn't know what I was going to do. And I subsequently did some consulting work and then had a call to come to the Treasury Department when President Reagan was, uh, uh, was elected. And the story there is another one for young people to realize, or anybody, um, you cross paths with so many in your life and uh, you never know again, who's watching. Hmm. And um, I was a graduate of a Catholic women's college and I subsequently worked there as an alumni director. But I went out to California with the president of the school, a nun, and um, because Maureen Reagan had gone to the lower school, not the college, but the lower school of Marymount. And we met with Maureen, who then became a friend. And when her father was elected president, she called and said, would you give a lunch for me in Washington and help me at the inaugural? I said, sure. So here I am, you know, just having been in a Catholic college, living in Washington, had worked in the Nixon administration, went through the bumpy road of Union Carbide. And lo and behold, um, I'm running around with Maureen Reagan, um, not taking it as such a big deal 
but as a friend who needed some guidance in Washington, and of course, subsequently joined the administration. Um, I guess I would say that there were people put in my way for a reason, and people that I found very comfortable to be with um, for a reason. And so I think it's important not to push too hard. I think it's important um, to take what you're doing seriously, but not yourself. And I've always had a lot of laughs. I have a good humor and I like people and the people I don't like, I just don't worry about. Um, so I think that this sort of honesty with yourself is important and um, let the universe help you along a little bit. Things happen for a reason. Love it. I love, I love the word universe. I love how you are such a light bulb. Miss Anne, we got about 90 seconds. Um, can yeah. you talk a little bit more about um, value and spirituality? I feel like now we are so cluttered with the, the stuff that we read and hear. What can we do every day or what do you do every day to help you maintain your value system and strengthen your uh, spirituality? Well, you know, that's a good question because you have to fight way uh, through. Um, and this is, uh, I guess I've always been somewhat uh, religious, and this is a little different on spirituality, I think, because that's something that can be part of your being. And uh, for over 30 or 40 years, I've read every day um, the Daily Prayer. It's a Christian publication that my a woman who did uh, worked in the house for us years ago gave me, and it's a subscription monthly. And there's a prayer of the day. I've given it to probably dozens of people or subscribed for them. And I've found sometimes it's it's based on some biblical lesson, but it's applicable in today's environment. And it and it can be let go, let God might be the prayer of the day, and then it explains why and and where in scripture you find that thinking. Um, and I think be not afraid is certainly a, a spiritual thought um, that Pope John Paul would often say. So I find the, the daily prayer is a more regularized way for me to reflect on whatever the lesson is that day. And I read it at night for the next day or the night for the day I missed, <laughs> and read it every day for all these years. And it's become such a part of me that my assistant in, in the office for 30 years will say, have you read the daily prayer today? Did you wear the prayer of the day? Oh my gosh, it's exactly right. Well, sometimes it was right. It was just that thought you needed yeah. um, in the context of how your day was going. So I, I think the importance of spirituality is that it's, um, it is bigger than you. And guess what? There's not a lot new. You know, they say the more things change, the more they remain the same. And it is very true. Okay. So what are the lessons you can learn from others yeah. is uh, to me, first and foremost, how God and you relate um, in a day to day basis. Miss Anne, that's a little past nine minutes. I'm so grateful. Uh, thanks for the universe to bringing us together. I mean, I've seen your work ethic firsthand. I remember the office in, in Georgetown, how hard you work. It's incredible. Appreciate it. Thank you for all your love, your guidance, and being an amazing role model for everyone in this world. Oh, you're nice, Naveen. Thank you very much for giving the opportunity. This podcast brought to you by NaveenHealth.com. Today's tip is fasting. Fasting is recommended by most religions and science 
when you fast you are giving your gut a break from digesting food and allowing it time to heal repair and build thank you so much for listening to this entire podcast if you are the kind of person who loves to help others and you found value in this podcast please do share with your friends and your family i believe we should always strive to be the best version of us let's pay it forward and help more people if you would please leave a great review on itunes or the podcast platform you are listening i'd be grateful that will enable me to reach more people to serve people who are looking for their next level of success in life together we can transform the world If you have any questions or suggestions, please reach out to me at podcast at naveenhealth.com and through my social media.